traditional definitions of business, entrepreneurship, and success have historically been reserved for cishet white men, and home-based businesses are often run by the rest of us. Whether you're focused on finances, freedom, friendship, or fun within your business, you get to make the rules and define your own success. And that is feminist as fuck. Welcome to F Words. I'm your host, life and business coach, Kelly Jackson. Hello, I love you. Today is Labor Day. <laughs> it's not Labor Day when you're listening, but it is Labor Day when I am recording. Um, I typically don't work Mondays. I have a four-day work week that I have set up for myself. That's what works for my life and my family, so that's what I do. Um, but I was just sitting out on my porch and talking to my partner about some stuff, and I, I wanted to share some of this with you. Um, so since I don't typically work Mondays, I, (laughs) I might have some background noise. I haven't set things up the way that I normally do. Um, my partner's out mowing the lawn right now and the cockatoo that lives on the other side of my office wall is a little chatty because it's a time of day where he gets chatty and I typically don't record at this time of day, but, um, this also isn't scripted. This is just some thoughts that I have that I I wanted to share with you because I think that they are useful and um, worth consideration. So it is September 5th, Monday, September 5th, and the people who love fall, myself included, have started posting on social media about, oh, it's September. That means it's spooky season. That means it's fall. That means I get to, you know, have pumpkin spice and and whatever else. And my partner and I were sitting on, on the porch having coffee and the weather today here in Kansas City where I live is my favorite weather. We've got some humidity, but... It's only 69 degrees outside right now, 69 Fahrenheit, which let me calculate that for those of you who are not in the U.S. Um, 69 Fahrenheit to Celsius, that is 20 and a half degrees Celsius, apparently. So 69 degrees outside. It's beautiful. There's a light breeze. There is some humidity. It's not super dry, Um, but it is my favorite. It's kind of overcast. It looks a little bit foggy. Um, It is my absolute favorite weather. And this is not fall, but it is also certainly not summer. And I was thinking about when I was in massage therapy school many, many years ago. Um, I spent 14 years as a massage therapist. So in addition to the multitude of other things that I've done, that's been <laughs> part of part of my life, a big part of my life. Um, but when I was in massage therapy school, there was a lot that I studied in Chinese five element theory. Um, we did, the school that I attended did a lot of a lot of Eastern modality training. And one of the things that I remember from that training 
was the idea that there were five seasons, not four, like what we consider the four seasons here in, in the U.S. Um, and the fifth season that, that we here in the U.S. don't consider is something called late summer or long summer. That's kind of the, the translation of it. And it's right now. It is this time. It is when the weather is kind of cool in comparison to the super hot summer. Still has a little bit of the summer feel to it, but the temperatures are lower. It's not the drier crispness of fall or autumn, I guess, for, for some of you. Um, and so it's this other transitionary period. And I was thinking that, you know, if we here in the U.S. had five seasons that we considered, I bet at least part of the people who are so excited for September 1st to be here and they're kind of pretending that it's fall already, I bet some of them would consider this fifth transitionary season, this late summer or this long summer season as their favorite season and not actual fall. And that doesn't mean that everybody who loves fall would decide that they don't or whatever. I love fall. Love, love, love fall. I also love spring. Summer and winter are not my jam. <laughs> but I love fall and I love spring. But this time period right here, right now, this is my favorite. This time of year has, my birthday falls at the end of September. So my birthday has always kind of been um, part of this, but the beginning of the school year, this time of year has always my whole life been my absolute favorite. It's a time of transition. It's a time of new beginnings. It's a time of um, changes. And I love that. It's not summer. It's not fall, it's something else in transition. And it just makes me wonder if, if we had a fifth season, if people would really gravitate toward that. Some people would gravitate toward that instead of fall as a season on its own. And then from there, <laughs> I started down this little rabbit hole of like, there are words that we have in English that there's only one word instead of five, or there is, um, you know, a word that doesn't exist in other languages or whatever for emotions. And this is something that has come up in my, my journey as a coach many times. Um, but it's something that I haven't really talked about on the podcast, but it's the idea that, you know, in, in some languages, there are multiple words for love, for example, like there is platonic love, there is romantic love, there is, you know, the love of objects or whatever. But in English, we only have the one word. And I think that that creates a limitation when we only have one word to describe how we feel about our favorite food, that is the same word that we describe, to, <laughs> that we use to describe how we feel about our pet, that is the same word to describe how we feel about our partner, like that, that's so limiting. 
because that does not mean the same thing. And the same with things like value or worth. When people talk about charging your worth, that equates the inherent worth you have that is divine or truth or whatever with some sort of dollar amount. And when we talk about providing value as you know, an entrepreneur in, in your marketing, you're providing value or providing value to your clients and what they pay for. Well, then you talk about the value of an item based on how it's priced. These concepts just get so interwoven in a way that does everyone a disservice. And I guess the, the, point here is that the language we use is so limiting. And so to consider if there is a word that you're using that has multiple meanings or that doesn't entirely fulfill what you intend it to fulfill with its meaning, maybe just consider what, what else could I say? Or could I say something else? Or, um, am I putting, am I equating two different meanings into this because the word has two different meanings and I'm not separating them? Um, cause I think that that, that is something that we commonly do that does all of us such a, such a disservice. And I'm certain that this happens in other languages, but with different words. Um, for example, I was talking to a friend of mine several months ago, who's also a coach was talking about one language that she studies. She studies, <laughs> she studied multiple languages, but one of the languages that she has studied um, doesn't have a word for shame. And so if your language doesn't have a word for an emotion, do you feel that? Do you feel that emotion? Can you, can you feel that if you don't have a word for it? Or is it something else that you're feeling? Or if you, if you feel the physical sensations, like the physiological component of an emotion, but you don't have that word, you would describe it as something else. And so would it have a different meaning? The languages that we use or the language that we use to describe our experience, whether it's our preferences or our emotional state or whatever else is so important and also so limiting. So I guess that's a case for learning multiple languages <laughs> um, so that you can experience or express your full experience to the absolute highest capability, I guess. Um, but anyway, it's just, just something to consider. The language that you're using and the limitations that it has that maybe you had never thought about before. That's all. That's all I got for you today. Unscripted. Just a few thoughts. <laughs> Hopefully it's useful for you. Um, and let me know. Let me know. Let me know if you if you took anything from this. How was it helpful? All right. I love you. Goodbye. Creating and upholding new definitions for business, entrepreneurship, and success that aren't dripping with oppression, that's what I'm doing for myself, what I've helped hundreds of other women do, and what I'm here to help you do 
If you're into it, there are two ways to currently work with me. One, the Rexy Collective. It's my membership program with community support, monthly group coaching, celebration, and integrated book club. It's 10 bucks a month, about the price of your favorite streaming service, but with way more benefits for your life and business. And two, Pressure Point. This is my signature year-long deep dive for direct sales teams that will address all the patriarchal bullshit holding you and your team members back in life and business while building self-trust and trust amongst one another with proven transformational success. This program is unmatched. And I do open the doors for the non-direct sales public with an equitable pricing structure once a year. I also reserve a handful of one-to-one coaching spots for which I currently have a wait list and I occasionally do six-week soirees, which you may want in on. To be the first to know when my next one-to-one spot opens up and get the inside scoop for everything I offer, sign up for my email list at PressurePointCoaching.com. And hey, if you like what you're hearing here on the pod, rate, review, and tell a friend.